Hi, I'm Terrell Turner, the host of the Business Talk Library, and today we're talking to a great guest that is helping law firm owners unlock the potential of their law firm. I mean, you don't want to miss this interview, so stay tuned for this interview. So without further ado, let me bring on my amazing guest, Melissa Shanahan. Welcome to the show, Melissa. How are you? I'm great. Thanks for having me. What a cool show. Oh, thank you so much. Thank you for being a guest. Absolutely. Now, Melissa, your business is about helping law firms unlock their potential. Now, can you t before we jump into the details of that, tell us a little bit about your background and yeah. kind of how you found yourself serving law firms. Yeah. Well, I, I've been a coach for over 13 years. I got my first certification 13 years ago and I have always loved coaching. And I ended up working for a consulting firm that worked primarily with dentists and doctors that had their own practices. And I had many roles there over my five year stint, but my favorite thing. And one of the main things I was doing towards the end of that, that, uh, career was to lead strategic planning sessions for owners. And it's just, I, I love reverse engineering. I love getting geeky about the numbers. I love the dynamics that go into it. Cause it's not just as simple as like, Oh, well, let's just hit this amount of revenue per month. Like really thinking through how you're going to make that happen. And just like boots on the ground with the client. I loved that stuff. And helping them feel like they had a plan. So when they walked out of the meeting, there was a lot of clarity about exactly what they were supposed to be doing, period. Now, execution is a whole other thing. And so uh, that with the firm that I was at, we, I saw holes in the, in our product, so to speak, because in between there wasn't a lot of support for accountability and execution. And I would come back at the 90 day mark to lead their, their quarterly planning retreat. And a lot of the stuff wouldn't be done that they said they were going to do. And I would come back to headquarters and be like, listen, this is something we have to address. Like there's holes, something's missing. I think I had some ideas, but the company was so big that something like that is, is very difficult to get pushed through to change a training. I mean, you have to train all these people. Um, and it's not a training. It is a strategic planning session, but there were a lot of people doing it. You have to retrain them. And so it just wasn't going to move. So when I left and when it was time to, to leave and I was tired, I was traveling full time and I thought, I'm going to do this and I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it better. And I'm going to figure that out. I don't know exactly what that looks like. I have ideas and I'm going to test them out and I'm going to do it. And when I left, I was just working with small business generally, but one of the clients I had was a law firm owner and he was awesome. And I thought, oh my gosh. And it translated really well. It's, it's, it's private practice. And there's a skilled practitioner doing their thing. And they, many of them are not great business owners out of the gates. And so, but you can help people become that. And so it was very, very similar in, in, in those respects. So it translated really well. And I thought, you know what, this is, this is what I wanted. I wanted to be able to specialize in something. And so there's a big learning curve. I dug in, dug my feet in. I learned that I really became as much of an expert as I could in that vertical and just thought I'm going to bring this to law firm owners. And so that's what I've been doing since. 
Nice, nice. I love it. You know, it's amazing that, you know, with some organizations, like I said, as they kind of grow, they kind of lose that, I guess you would mm. call it that, 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 that edginess or the, that ability to adjust mm -hmm. to really deliver the product the I best know. way for the client. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it is, it's, it's a tough problem. I did understand why it was going to take so long, right? A, to get the approval for the change. But once you get the approval, before it can really, really be rolled out, there's so many people that need to be dialed in on it that, I mean, the company was almost a $75 million company. So it was not small. And there's so many moving parts when you get that big. If you, even if you always want to feel startup-y, like that was that was the thing at the company I was at. We're, we we feel like a startup. I'm like, but you aren't a startup. So, <laughs> okay. <laughs> so we have like a ping pong table. Does that make us feel like a startup? <laughs> you know, I always find that to be so interesting. It's like most of my, like before going into my own business, most of my career was with, you know, Fortune 500 companies. And I remember when I was at General Electric and someone brought that up about, you know, we got to act like a startup. And I'm like, we are like, we're a 20, like the segment I was in, we're a $25 billion company. Like that's going to be. <laughs> yeah. Like, okay. Uh, I get what they're saying. They're talking about the culture, but I guess they're talking about the culture and they want to, but really you can't be that nimble when you're that big. There's too many moving parts to, to the too many, too many pieces to the puzzle. Um, so to speak. Yeah, that's fascinating. It's fun. <laughs> you know, and I think it's, you know, it's one of those things that I, 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 after leaving GE, I went to work for a more, a much smaller tech company that was about maybe 25 million, which yep. they could, they had a much better ability to act like a startup than a $25 billion company. But Especially he, tech. He had, yes. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and when I started to think about it, one of those things that it, it really helped me understand, like of leaning into the areas of your strength. So mm -hmm. um, I want to talk about that even for you is just like as you started to lean into, like I said, working with these clients, did you start developing an, a clearer picture about what your strengths are and the ways mm -hmm. that you help your clients? Yeah. Yeah. I there's a strength that I don't know where it came from. I feel like there, it's an innate strength. For me is to be able to connect with the client well enough and press down on them with my thumb. Like there is an ability, a unique ability. And I have seen a lot of my peers, especially like at the old firm, I would, I would see peers all the time. I had to go audit them while they were doing their sessions and it's not graceful, right? Like there's no, they're either like beating up the client too much for not getting their stuff done or missing the mark. Like they can't really feel or see the seed of truth behind the excuses or behind, like I've always had this ability that I, I figured out like, Oh, I need to lean into this to really connect with the client and help them see what I see. That's, I don't know how I it's it's one of those things that I even have trouble teaching because I don't know I don't know where it comes from I don't have a process I it's just an innate ability and I'm really grateful for that because another strength but learned strength is the goal setting and rocks and really like setting yourself up to win at the plan that you are making and 
that was learned. I mean, there's plenty of times where, you know, in the beginning, their goals are probably bigger than like, it wasn't, it wasn't attainable, right? <laughs> or, or their goals were too small. And I, I let them set things too small, or we didn't think thoroughly enough when we were rever reverse engineering. And so the one skill now that I have under my belt that I will always keep improving and I will work to keep improving, but that I've gotten pretty good at is it's very clear to me when something is like tied up with a bow and now your job is to go do it period. Or if it feels like there's loose ends, like now I have a knack for figuring that out where, so I don't let a client just go if there's still loose ends. Um, so I think those are the two strengths. One is learned and one is innate. And those two things really help me do my best to help clients and really be with them almost in the trenches when we're thinking through things. Um, so that, that's what comes to mind when you ask that question. Nice. Nice. I, I love it. I love it. I mean, it's one of those things that I always wonder, like even for coaches, it's like you spend so much time dedicated and focused on helping mm -hmm. the client make it mm -hmm. through their progress. I often wonder, like for coaches, it's like, do you often have the time to really do an assessment of yourself with the same things that you're helping the clients do? Right. Right. Oh, it's not easy. I don't think, but it's important. Otherwise, like that'll catch up with you. If you don't walk the talk, it'll catch up with you and someone will see through it eventually. And, and that also doesn't mean that I'm perfect, right? Like I, I, I really do. I work hard to practice what we preach at Velocity Work, but no one's perfect. And if I ever, ever, ever come across, like I have it all figured out, I'm doing it wrong. Cause I won't ever have it all figured out. I'll be good and I'll keep getting better, but I don't know. Sometimes I hear podcasts or people talk, they almost feel like they're preaching from a, from a, uh, oh my gosh, the word is leaving my mind. But like, I was going to say a pedestal. That's not what I'm, what do people, pe Oh, the, like the pulpit, right? Gotcha. Like you're up and you're talking down to people because you have this all figured out. I will never, it's important to me to never be that. I will talk with people. I will stand next to them. I will be face to face with them. I'm working on the same things they're working on. Everybody is. It's just a different phase of business. It looks a little different depending on like where you are with revenue and size and things like that. But like, no one's got it figured out. <laughs> We're just all doing the best we can, right? <laughs> no, I absolutely agree. I mean, it is one of those things that sometimes I do. I do uh, financial control coaching with some law firms and other businesses. And one of the things that I tell them is like, I'm, I understand my field very well, but I'm like some of these other aspects of it, like I'm still actively working on it. So yeah. like, I can relate to the struggle that you're in. Now I can help you in this mm -hmm. area because I, I, I'm a little further along when it comes down to finance, because that's just, that's yeah. my jam. <laughs> right. But I'm like, hey, we're in this together. Yes. Yeah. I think clients appreciate that. Like, mm -hmm it feels more like a partner than a consultant, right? Like, I think that's an important distinction. I Consultants have their place. And, and I think I probably get clumped into either coaching or consulting, but it really is about having a bit of a partner to help you think and help you figure out how you need to think about things. That's like, that's, that's a partnership. That's not a, I tell you what to do, go do it. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I, I totally agree. I it totally seems like you're probably really good at that as well. 
<laughs> I try to be. I, I, I try to be. And I'm always, like I said, always learning. Of learning from, you know, watching other coaches or, or, or finding out, hey, what, what are people reading to figure out, hey, how can I get better at tweaking this skill or taking this skill? So yeah. it, it's definitely a fun journey. Yeah, I agree. Now, I'm very curious on how did you come up with the name of your firm? I mean, because, you know, that, that that definitely when you think, OK, all right, you know, helping law firms reach their potential velocity. Those aren't the two names, the first words that would come yeah. to mind. So how yeah. did you come up with that? Well, it, uh, admittedly, now it's probably a terrible name, but here's where my head was with it. OK, and the URL was available. So I got it and I just ran with it. I the the work that I do with clients creates velocity towards where they want to go, period. They stop spinning. It creates efficiency. It streamlines them towards destination, wherever. Right. And so it does, it is the work that creates velocity. So that's where velocity work came from. And, uh, I mean, that's totally true, but people like my dad, it's like, how's velocity doing? I'm like, it's velocity work, dad. Like I, no one remembers or knows that it's velocity work. Everybody just says velocity. So, I don't know. You know. I think it's probably not the best company name ever, but I also know that it's just a distraction to try to go changing up things and I'm just sticking with it. <laughs> I love it. I love it. So now where can people find you? Velocity work online or where can they find you on social media to keep up with you? Okay. Yeah. So velocitywork.com is my website. Um, we're getting to go through a revamp, which will be great um just to update some things but at the top oh that's cool um at the top there is the podcast that's probably the, the number one way i um i i get in people's ears and and if things resonate they end up reaching out or or whatever and if not sometimes some never do and that's okay they should they could just take the the information and run with it on their own. Um, so it's a really great free resource every week it's put out. And in some instances we're doing two times a week right now. Um, so yeah, that's probably the number one way to, uh, interact and get to know our philosophy and how we think and the kinds of topics we do. Um, Instagram is velocity.work and Facebook is meet velocity work, the facebook.com slash meet velocity work. Yeah. Awesome. I love it. I love it. Well, before we wrap up, one final question I always love asking every guest that comes on is, you know, when you think about, you know, your journey that you've been on, you think about where you are in your business, you know, what's two pieces of, you know, advice or wisdom that you would share? And even if it is something that you said earlier in the interview and you just want to reiterate on it, that's perfectly fine too. Okay. So first piece of advice is um, do not underestimate planning. Planning is extremely important. If you have a goal and you do not have a plan, that is, you have a wish. You don't, you don't have a goal. So planning is important and people don't pl take planning seriously enough. So the, this, this is sort of subset of the first piece of advice. It take planning seriously, really think it through reverse engineer and walk through your plan and anticipate the barriers that are going to happen. and and then plan for those, right? Like, how are you going to deal with those when they inevitably are likely going to pop up? Um, so take planning seriously. And that's my first piece of advice. And the second one is make sure that you are surrounded by people 
who will hold your feet to the fire, not a friend. I that most of the time a friend is not it because they'll be like they'll they'll be understanding, right? When you start to hit excuses and they're gonna seem like legit excuses. You need to have someone that is there to hold you to the standard you want to like you want to hold yourself to. And sometimes that can be in a group. Some oftentimes it's a coach. I think coaches are fantastic, but put yourself in a, a scenario that is Yes, you're going to have to do what you plan to do, but also your head is going to be thinking in the ways that you need to be thinking in order to stay on track. Um, that's the first that like, if, if you get off track, it happened here first. So getting, you know, dealing with that can be really helpful. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Well, I absolutely love it. And Alyssa, thank you so much for coming on, being an amazing guest on the show today. Well, thank you for having me. This is a blast. <laughs> Absolutely. And before we wrap up, can you repeat that website one more time for people to go and check you out? Yeah, velocitywork.com. Awesome. Thanks for coming on. Thank you. Thank you for tuning in to the Business Talk Library. If you like our content, be sure to follow us on social media. And if you want to see more of our exclusive content, you can subscribe and become a member on patreon.com forward slash business talk library. Hey, the business talk library is the place where business makes